0: It is the worldwide Wide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Radio Network.
1: Because that's the bottom line. Costco Cepsa. And so, goodbye. <laughs> and good night. Bang. Settle!
0: To off the mats with Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg. Uh, of course,
2: Mike. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Little Mike, little Mike and the Mad Dog. Day. I don't know if Alex got that one, but that's all right. Uh, how's everybody doing? Welcome. To another edition of Off The Mat here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Every Saturday at 12 o'clock, although we are on a little late today. That's on my doing and my fault. I apologize for that. But, that's okay. We still have time to do things. I am, of course, your host, Josh Silverberg. With me at this time, of course, my tag team partner. Who I haven't seen in a while. I've been sporadic the last few weeks. But I'm here. We're good. I'm in my new house. It looks very bland and plain in here in my office. I actually have an office now. Not in the kitchen anymore in my apartment. Nope. Alex, us what's
3: happening, man. Nothing much. Uh, it's been an amazing week for wrestling. A lot. We have so much to get through with so little time. We got New Japan, AEW, NXT this week in wrestling history, and Survivor Series. And I cannot wait to talk about that because there's a lot to go through of that. So stick with us the whole way through the show.
2: Absolutely. There is so much to get to. Survivor Series uh, being tomorrow night, so we are going to preview that. It is supposedly The Undertaker's last show, although I never know, but we do, uh, really quick, we do have a guest that is going to join us today at 12.35. He's a wrestling fan. Um, I, uh, we have Mr. Carl Glengis is going to join us, if I said his name correctly, from the sports hit list here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Huge wrestling fan. I have been talking to him for months about getting him on the show. He is coming on with us at twelve thirty-five to preview Survivor Series. I can't wait. And if you didn't, if you haven't checked out his show, you need to. The Sports Hitlist is. I'm not afraid to say it. It is absolutely one of the best shows we have here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It is. the The work that Carl and his group does is phenomenal. It's great. So we're excited to have him on. Really quick. We gotta get rid of we gotta do some house cleaning. I know I've been away for a little bit, but I have not forget. If you have a smart speaker, you can tell your smart speaker to play the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. If you have an iPhone, type in WWSRN on the Apple store. If you have an Android on the Google Play Store, type in Worldwide Sports. If you have not checked out our brand new website, it is freaking awesome. Okay, check it out worldridesportsradio.com so you want to check that out download our app get our show schedule the Ryan Hickey Show the sports hit list Wise Guys ourselves off the mat below the mic down to the wire also don't forget to check out every Saturday night at 7 o'clock check out the Weekend Crunch with Errol Marks and uh, former NFL football player Eric Coleman with myself Josh Silverberg chiming in at a few segments as well so you want to check out all the shows that we have here I think I did that pretty good, Alex.
1: I, yeah, I, you really I, did. I, got I,
3: through I, that pretty I, quick.
2: I, I spent through that one pretty good today. All right, so we got to get to it because we already have to go to break in like 15 minutes. So we have to literally get what we need to get done done. And that's get to our AEW NXT recap. Alex, what were your thoughts basically on everything with AEW this week? I mean, there was so much to get to from Will Hobbs turning to the NWA Women's Championship being defended. There was just so many different yeah. points that you could
3: get to. Yeah, there was a lot of different uh points and different things happening in the show. And one of my favorite matches was Top Flight versus the Young Bucks. And I was highly impressed with Top Flight and how they started the matchup, controlling the pace. But the Young Bucks, they came in in the middle of the match with high-impact moves. And Top Flight is one of, the tag teams, one of these tag teams known for... For high-flying move sets and taking to the skies and diving off the ropes, things like that. And the Young Bucks and this, the Young Bucks and this team went to work on each other, and I, it was absolutely incredible. And I enjoyed every minute of it. It was a great match.
1: I thought the whole thing was phenomenal. I think to
2: look at themselves in the Young Bucks mirror. By the way, we didn't even go over the t-shirts today. I don't have my t-shirts behind me anymore. So Alex went with Bullet Club today. Alex, I think you're gonna like the one that I have today.
3: Lucha Brothers, yep. Death yeah. Triangle.
2: Death Triangle. That's the MLW Tag Team Championships, the Major League Wrestling. So what's cool about this shirt is it's like, like it's like they sparkle. Like the shirt sparkles. It's got like I don't know. It's like glittery gold on it. I don't know. I'm gonna ask Carl what he thinks of it because Carl, you know, cause Carl, uh, like Carl, uh, Carl, uh, Carl has style. So I'm gonna ask him what he thinks of it as well. But I did like that match a lot. I thought it was really interesting how they really bring out these tag teams. And giving them opportunities because when you look at it top flight they were saying oh the top flight really reminds the young bucks of the young bucks when they were younger and i thought that was um that was interesting and then to see um at the end of the match to see top flight get attacked by um what's the tag team that- uh
3: hybrid hybrids too.
2: Yeah, Hybrid to attacked them. That would be an interesting match. So it looks like that could be something, whether that's on dark or that's on an, a future AEW Dynamite show. I'm not sure. Um, the other thing I was interesting was John Moxley getting attacked, and now people are speculating. When you look at the way John Moxley got attacked and the way his legs were, they think there was something to do with Hangman Adam Page attacking John Moxley. Personally, I think John Moxley is going. Mean, Hangman Adam Page is going to eventually join FTR and Sean Spears. I think it seems pretty obvious at this point that that is what is going to happen. Um, Are you excited,
1: though, for Kenny Omega, John Moxley, too?
3: Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this match because I believe it's going to be very, very close. It's going to be fast-paced. There's going to be a lot happening in this matchup. And Kenny Omega even said last week in in his interview with Alex Marvez, he said... Hey, uh people are wondering where the old Kenny Omega went. Like where he where did he go? Where where did he why did the new Japan Kenny Omega go away? He never really went away. He was just waiting for the opportune moment and now this is his moment to really shine and show the world that he's one of the best top competitors in AEW. I
2: agree 100%. I think this is going to be a match that you're going to see where I think Omega wins the belt. Um I actually think it's prime to happen. That or I could see Moxley retaining it and Adam Page getting involved and causing a stir. We'll see. Um, I also thought the Thunder Rosa Serena D match was phenomenal but the problem is, and I've said this weeks upon weeks, Alex, I feel like AEW doesn't promote their own women's championship. They're They're promoting another tag teams. They're promoting another company's belt in NWA. They don't even promote their own belt. Now, they're going to have Hikaru Shida defend the belt next week, but it's just like weeks upon which you're seeing Serena Deeb and Thunder Rosa defend the belt, and the other problem is, too, is at um, what was the last you called? At Full Gear, um, the pre-show match, Serena Deep and um, who Allison Kay was phenomenal. It was a great match, and the women's match between Nyla Rose and Hikaru Shida. And I said this on Twitter was one of the absolute worst wrestling matches in women's history. I ever saw in my life. I'm not even, I'm. I'm actually not even being sarcastic. I mean, it was literally one of the worst matches women's matches I ever saw in my life. There was no buildup. I am not an Nyla Rose fan. She doesn't fit, you know, what certain styles of these wrestlers picking Vicky Guerrero as her matcher was a terrible decision. Um, you know, I, they're not doing enough for their women's division. I think the NWA division is getting more bang than AEW is, and I think that's hurting AEW's women's division a lot.
3: Yeah, and I agree with you. And the question is that everybody's been wondering about since um, she got released from WWE. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name. She she was with uh she was with um. yeah selena vega she might go to aew or one one of these companies if she decides to keep on wrestling hopefully that's the case i would love to see her in aew no of course
2: absolutely that would be that would be a key thing right
3: Um, yeah that that would be the key thing to have to up the ante for aew in their women's division
2: but then again we've said that numerous times alex um you know when Diana Peraza was available, they made an excuse as to why they didn't sign her, and it was a terrible decision. Um, she's a superstar right now in Impact. I think that that's one they they missed the boat on. Uh, they need to sign Thunder Rosa. They have to. If they don't, they're stupid. Um, but like I said, I thought the I thought the show was good. I liked how AW did things. I thought Will Hobbs turning on Cody and Darby was interesting. I don't know if I see Hobbs as a heel, but we'll see. I do like Taz's team though, um, a lot actually. I think you know, but then of course to see Pack back.
3: Yeah, and to have Pack back, his match back with awesome. yeah, his match with the Blade was it was great. It was amazing to see him back in the squared circle after a eight couple months, months eight, eight months, months away.
2: Eight, he was away, and to see Death Triangle have finally get their due, I think was the right call. I think Kicksin Butcher and Blade are going to go against um, Death Triangle, and I love Death Triangle. Like I said, I think it's really something that when you look at, that's a group that's going to thrive. Um, but we'll see. Like I said, there's so many f- teams, and like I said, they're going the New Japan route where you're having the factions like you had the inner circle do the loss do the take
1: vegas which I thought was somewhat
3: funny some of it was Yeah, that, that was I loved how they did that yeah. angle with them in with them in Vegas it was really well done and it it had a lot of funny silly moments to it and that's what made this this week's AEW interesting.
2: I agree and I think AEW really hit it out of the park this week. I thought it was a very good show. And as far as NXT goes, look, I thought NXT had the better ending. Um you got First off, when you get to hear William Regal, see, you remember when Teddy Long used to say, "What one one with the Undertaker. Remember that? Everybody used to go crazy. It was so funny. But now you hear William Regal go, War Games, and everybody just goes crazy. It's becoming one of those slogans now of that that's what you're ready for. And now you're going to have the brand of uh, Pat McAfee, Pete Dunne, uh, Danny Burks, only Larkin, the NXT tattoo champion to go up against the Undisputed Era, uh, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Roderick Strong. And then you're also going to have another uh, WarGames match of Candice LeRae's team against Shotzi Blackheart's team. I know you're a big Shotzi fan, Alex. I think, you know, and then to see Finn Balor back, I'm kind of curious where they go with Finn Balor. Um, you also had a new North American champion.
3: Leon, Leon Ruff. <laughs> yeah.
2: Which is a great story. I think that's going to be like a triple threat match at uh, War Games, which is on, I believe, the 6th. I want to say that's December 6th. I believe that's when it is. Um, I just want to confirm that. December. It's 60 degrees outside today. Wow, it's a beautiful, what a beautiful
3: day outside. Sorry, Alex, I got sidetracked there. But such a beautiful I do place. want to get your thoughts on this, uh, uh, on Antonio Ruas, his debut against Kushida. What were your thoughts on that, Josh? I loved, loved it. I thought he did a great job, and I think the big thing,
2: too, is they made him look good, but they're also making Kushida look better. This seems to be what they're trying to set Kushida up for Is a... Maybe it's a North American championship opportunity. Maybe it's an opportunity to face Finn Balor for the NXT heavyweight championship because their styles are so similar. It's about damn time that they gave Kushida some reins and winning some matches in NXT because it's been far too long. But I got to tell you, really quick, Alex, Io Shirai
3: and Rhea Ripley tore the house down. Oh, yeah, that match was insane. The I, I loved every bit of that match. Just the way Io Shirai and, and uh. Rhea Ripley were battling back and forth, and then Io Shirai powerbombing Rhea Ripley through the table was the key moment in the matchup, and that allowed Io Shirai to capitalize and take the victory. But they tore the house down, as you said, and they just they just delivered perfectly in that matchup, and it was fun to watch. And I I props to both of these ladies for for putting on a fantastic show. I agree with you. Now my my question to you, Alex. I know, like I said, you're a big
2: Shotzi fan. Do you like the idea of Candace and Shaxi teams going at it in more games?
3: Uh, I feel like they don't really need Candace for it, but cuz uh we I I just feel like they 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 kind of keep adding Candace LeRae too much into these matches. I feel like they could give her a little small break and turn her towards another angle for a little bit and then have her jump back in. Because I want to see more of Candice LeRae in singles competition and what she's able to do. Well, clearly they
2: have what her team is set up for. Right, it's going to be Candice LeRae. Who's the one that helped her?
3: Andy Hartwell. Um, Andy Andy Hartwell,
2: Raquel Gonzalez, and Dakota Kai. That's clearly going to be what Candice's team is. Now, what's um, what Shotzi's team? I have no idea who she's going to put or pick. I'm kind of curious. Um, I don't think EO is going to be one of them.
3: I feel like it could be uh, Ember Moon, Tony Storm, one of those two. I think, I think both of them could join. And
2: then what I'm thinking is um, I don't know who the last one could
3: be. Who knows? Casey Catanzaro.
2: Yeah, she doesn't do it for me. I don't know. She just doesn't, you know, push the needle, as they say, right? I don't think she really does it for me because um, she has no personality. That's, that's really what it, it comes down to. But I'm just happy to see Finn Balor back,
3: man. Yeah, it's gra- it was great to see Finn Balor back on the show and uh, being able to return to NXT. And I'm wondering if they're going to put him in a match at War Games, if he's going to be medically cleared to compete.
2: No, I think he's going to defend the belt. I don't know against who yet. I'm kind of curious, but we'll see. Um but, look, and I hate that War Games is on a Sunday. Can they, just, can they just stick to NXT pay-per-views being on a Saturday?
3: So annoying that they do that. I do have a quick update, and I posted this on my Instagram earlier. Uh, Brody Lee is injured, an ankle a, uh, ankle leg injury. So I don't know when he's going to be back, but hopefully soon. Hopefully it's not a long-outed injury.
1: So that explains why he's been out for a while.
2: Then. Yeah,
3: that's why he hasn't been seen on AEW TV for a little bit.
2: So that makes sense um but i know i know hikaru shida is going to be defending the belt against uh, anna jay next week on on dynamite which is wonky because shida never defends the belt on dynamite because the belt is never talked about on dynamite so i think that's just to me one of the most ridiculous things is if you're going to constantly promote another company's belt over your own belt i find that to be a problem
3: yeah, I agree. I feel I'm like you to need division. to it's your division, it's your own company's division and I feel yeah. like you need to show more of that. You need to pull you need to really give the AEW Women's division a chance to build up and lately AEW hasn't been doing that. Exactly.
2: Now, my last question before we go to break, Alex. Uh what I want to ask you is what show did you like more this week and why? Because when we come back we're going to have Carl from the Sports Hit List come on with us for Survivor Series. So what did you like? Which show did you like more this week? And also I want to get Carl's thoughts on some of these shows as well. I want to be able to ask you because he's a huge wrestling
3: fan. So I I would say AEW was the better the better show this week because we had we saw the 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 heel turn of Will Hobbs which was very shocking. And we saw him pick up the belt, and I felt like that really, that really showed that he wanted, he wants to be a part of Team Taz, and he made it known when he, when he, hit, when he hit Cody in the face with the belt. See, I thought
2: he was gonna take the belt and look at it and challenge Cage for it. That's what I thought was originally gonna happen. Then he hit Cody with the belt, and then Darby's down, and just madness and chaos ensued, and uh, everything like that. So. To me, I, A.W. was, in my opinion, more of an entertaining show, but I did, you know what, I liked NXT more this week, if that makes sense to you. I liked the women's match between Io and Rhea.
3: Yeah, I could see why. With, with, the ending was great. Yeah, the ending with them leaving a cliffhanger with a brawl between Undisputed Era oh, and yeah. and Mac- and Pat McAfee's team, that was great. I love how they did that. And I believe it's going to add to some mayhem next week for NXT on Wednesday.
1: I, I agree. I thought it
2: was something that was really, in my eyes, in my opinion, something that we look back and we say, this is how you build up stories. All right, guys. When we come back, we have Carl from the Sports Hitless joining us. He is going to talk Survivor Series with us. We want to get questions with him on how he thinks the wrestling industry has been as well. Because it's a very rare opportunity we get somebody that's very as knowledgeable as he is in wrestling. And we want to be able to dive into his brain and his thoughts. So we're going to preview Survivor Series. Is this really the Undertaker's last showing? And what are our thoughts and what our favorite matches are leading up to it for tomorrow night's Raw vs. SmackDown? Of course, we'll do a little New Japan, get an update on that. And, of course, our finishing move. And, Alex, are we doing a this week in wrestling?
3: Yeah, that we're going to do we're this week show. in wrestling history next
2: awesome. All right, so when we come back, we're going to do this week in wrestling, and we got our fishy moves. Don't go anywhere. This is Off the Mat on the World Wide Sports Radio Network. Kids in the right car seat.
4: Well, I think he is.
2: Yeah, my kid's in a booster seat. He was ready to move up. He is ready, right?
3: Her car seat looks like the right size. I'll send
2: you an email.
4: There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear facing, forward facing,
3: I think I have it right.
2: Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13.
4: Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go
2: to safercar.gov slash the right seat.
1: I know my child's in the right car seat. Or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat.
2: Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad
4: Council. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures. A stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money. What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives, and engineers, people who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I am your dividend.
0: Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council.
4: This is Namdi Samoa. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better, and kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way suit up and take the pledge become a volunteer reader tutor or mentor because when a child succeeds we all succeed give advocate volunteer live united take the pledge at unitedway.org brought to you by united way the ad council and the national football league So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. Let's go inside the mind of a 10 year old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do I'll
2: have Michaela ask her for me Buckle up Sarah yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just
4: ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela Sarah buckle up Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. there's like a dozen Sarah's in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey
1: Oh yeah seatbelt I forget sometimes Can you hear my brain is like busy, you know? I wonder if there's kids at school today.
0: Sometimes yeah, it can hey, be tough to get beautiful. through to your kids, but it's not right, impossible. Always day. make sure they're wearing their oh, seatbelts, even on short close. drives. Okay. Remember, close. you have the keys, close. you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message Body. from the National Body. Highway because Traffic One. Safety Administration and, and yeah. the Adams. <laughs> Visit safercargovernor slash kidsbuckleup yeah, up for number more information. It down, no yeah. It's the World Wide Sports Radio right, Network.
1: Rest in
0: peace. Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg.
3: Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Off the Mat. And this week in wrestling history is the ECW Philadelphia show from November 1998. And the attendance was 1,400. The first match was Spike Dudley defeating Mr. Hughes in 5 minutes. The second match was Chris Chetty Supernova and the Blue Meanie defeating Danny Doring Roadkill and Scovon Crush. Number 3 was Rob Van Dam defeating Rod Price for the ECW World Television Title. Number 4 was Little Guido defeating Mike Lozanski. Number 5 was Lance Storm defeating Jerry Lynn. Number 6 was Mikey is Mikey Whipwreck defeating Lance Storm. Number 7 is Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley and Justin Credible defeating Balls Mahoney, Matsu Tanaka and Tommy Dreamer. Number 8 is Rob Van Dam and Sabu in a tag team match defeating Shane Douglas and Taz. So there's a lot of big names in here including Taz who who is now a manager for old AEW.
2: old time I mean, that, that's, that's, that's when I was, was always, uh, uh,
3: what you, what year you, did, you it was, was, 90 it was 90
2: 96? 96? Yeah, that was uh, 98. 98. 98. So ECW, so ECW was on, the, was on map the map at that point, point and, and once in
1: 2000, 2000 that's, that's when it got taken over. You had Shane Douglas, the franchise, and that was a very good card. I would have been entertained by ECW. was In my eyes, not wrestling, just violence.
2: Backyard wrestling violence.
3: Yeah. Sorry about the echo there for a little bit. I just fixed it
2: Oh no no that's all right. So listen, uh, oh, hold on one second. So there we, there go. we go. Do you hear you me hear now? now? All right, all right. ladies, ladies yes. and gentlemen, ladies gentlemen, gentlemen, this is a guy I've been, I've been trying, trying to, get to get on this, on this show, show, and I've and been, I've been going, going back and, back and forth about so when should we get him, get him on? on. He knows, he knows his, his stuff. stuff. He's, He's so artistic. So his show is amazing. He knows wrestling. He's a grown-ass man with a championship belt. I said, I we got to get this man on, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Carl from, from the Sports Hit List. Hit List. What's, What's happening, man, man?
0: Thank you. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's it's a truly an honor and pleasure to share this platform with you guys. Uh, kudos to what you guys do on your show. It's amazing. Um, I definitely tune in to listen to your wrestling talk. So, um, again, thank you so much. I'm, I'm really honored to be here.
3: Hey, Josh, awesome. just real just real quick, uh, when you talk, mute your mic and then t- then put it back right, on right. so there's no so, echo. i
1: will mute my 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 when my talk, talk and then uh, when, uh, when Carl, Carl talks, talks and when, and you, when guys you
2: guys talk I will unmute mute it for sure. So sorry about, about that. that. So,
1: so, all all right. Right. so, all right, right. We,
2: gotta we gotta get into it first. first the, What's up? We gotta, we gotta understand first up. Are you wearing Seth
1: Rollins shirt?
0: I am. I am. That's one thing. Big thing. I'm uh I'm a disciple of Seth Rollins. Uh, I'm a big T-shirt collector too. So. Um, every week I try to challenge myself. I go on the site just to try to pick up a new shirt and and, and I'm always collecting t-shirts. So, uh, during this pandemic, I don't know how many shirts I purchased, but this is one of my favorite ones. I figured I'd wear it on today. Oh, cool. 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 All right. So, so so, so pretty pretty much
2: much the first first question question I want to get to, to. well, Well, hold on. Now Now, my my question question is, is, Alex, Alex, how many many shirts did I I say I I had? had?
1: In my, in my
3: collection? Collection? Uh, You have a lot in your collection. There's like, a, there's there's a lot in there, man.
0: Am I supposed to? I, I, I can't hear him. Am I supposed to hear him? Or? Oh, yeah. Oh, Alex, yeah. yeah. Alex, can't, can't hear you.
3: you. Yeah, I'm trying to get my mic camera on. There we go. Oh, oh there, there we
2: go. go. All right. All right you got, got, you you can you hear,
3: him, hear now? him now? Yeah, I can hear him now. Yeah,
2: um, now I can hear him. Yeah. There might it might be a little echoing, little echoing every now and then, but I mean, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, every yeah, now and
3: then it's going to have some echo because that's just how this thing works
2: this is how this, this thing, thing works, works. It, it feels, feels like like we're, we're in an arena, arena right alright right, so, <laughs> so we gotta get into <laughs> it man do you, do you firmly believe this is the Undertaker's last spot in wrestling, Undertaker's last in wrestling or are we just going to be like listen because
1: uh, they, they are, are promoting, promoting the crap, crap done done on the network, network. Like they're doing,
2: yeah. doing yeah. all these
0: special. listen listen I think uh, I think with a lot of things in pro wrestling and, and in sports in general you know us fans have been robbed. It's unfortunate the situation we've been in, you know, dealing with COVID, and I hope everyone is staying safe out there and practicing social distancing wearing their masks. But I think as wrestling fans, out of all the sports, it's like, you know, they need the crowd. So this is his farewell on, you know, um, COVID farewell. But I truly believe in my heart of hearts when we get fans back at a maximum capacity, um, Vince will work something out to get him his pop, to get him his... Uh, uh, to get him his his, his send off the way he should be sent off as a fan, you know, um, I live for the moment where you're at a live event and you hear the Undertaker chants, you know, that's, 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 what yeah, about. that's you know,
3: what so wrestling I, is really all about yeah, there.
0: You know, so I, 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 I can't imagine like not walking into Barclays Center or Madison Square Garden or, um, you know, um, in Uniondale um, that they're building and not hear those Undertaker chants. So. Yes, this may be his farewell for now, but whenever we get back to normal and we're not under COVID restrictions, he'll pop up and he'll get he should. Now, now my other thing too is, when, is when, you, when you when
2: you look at how they're, they're doing this. Well, whole thing. They also, and also I, got I got to check this out the WWE Network last night, last and, and it was, it was the, the thing about Paul Bear. If you, if you haven't, seen, seen, it, it, haven't seen, it. seen it, I know, I know what it, it is. WWE always seems to kick ass when it comes to their documentaries. They do, but yet when it comes to their main shows.
1: And it's kind of wonky wonky how they they do do certain certain things. I don't don't know, because like, you see it last night, Carl, and Alex, if 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 you saw it on on SmackDown 2 yesterday, yesterday, why?
2: why... Is, is Otis is the, the final team, team member for SmackDown, Smackdown and not and a Big E or a Daniel Bryan. Bryan? Why are they constantly going back to this guy over and over and over, and over again when you, you have guys on this roster, roster that are now, now not even, even going to be competing on this card tomorrow? Instead, so 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 they go to, to Otis constantly. Like, like what, is what is the, the what? Why do they keep going back
1: to him on everything?
3: Yeah, I don't know why they keep going back to Otis on everything. I feel like they should just mostly focused on focus in on Team Raw versus Team SmackDown for a Survivor series and give that a big push and really show the how these two teams are building up this feud for this big Survivor Series moment.
0: Um I am not sure. I, I can't even I didn't even realize like I realized that Otis made the team, but I, I, I didn't like the inconsistency how he uh Pierce just handed it to him. You know, four of the other members were able to earn their spots. Why are you just giving away the last spot? Same thing for the women's side. Like he just gave it to uh, Natalia. I mean, yeah, right. Like so, you had qualifying matches, and WWE likes to do this a lot, where it's like inconsistent. Like, all right, you have qualifying matches for four out of the five, and then the last one you're just going to give it away. Like it, like what makes Otis earn it over somebody else? So I think I'd like to see a qualifying match. You know, it could have went to Shorty G. It could have went to Big E. You know, Big E's been doing promos, and he was supposed to get his big push. Why is he in that spot? You know, so I, I or even a, a chance to uh, earn the spot to get in there. So it's just WWE being WWE and not making any logic and not making any sense. And, and we're and us as fans, we're used to it at this point. It's like you scratch your head and you wonder why they do certain things, but it's like it goes back to the point of just it's WWE. Like like they do stupid shit for no reason, and you're <laughs> just like it makes no sense. <laughs> 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 so true. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right.
2: right. He's you're right. right. I gotta gotta get your thoughts on this. You've you've seen our our show.
1: show. I'm I'm a massive Drew McIntyre fan. fan. I I think think he's he's taken taken the bull by the horns horns during this pandemic. pandemic. Alex, I I I know you've agreed agreed with me on this. this. He's He's a guy guy that has
2: really stood out more than other wrestlers on the roster. Having him fight Roman Reigns, I have to ask you one, who do you think wins that match? And two, how much do you want to bet there's not going to be a clean finish in this match? Uh, uh, Whoever want wants to answer,
0: answer first. first, Carl, you, you want to go first? Um, you know what? I think I, I, I'm. Listen, Drew's been getting he he got a tremendous push. Uh, he's been doing great in ring work. Um, you know, I, I think I think they're teasing, and we could kind of see it. I said this to one of my other because um, I'm in so many wrestling groups, and I'm having conversations, and I love wrestling dialogue. That Sheamus is throwing me off a little bit. Like 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 Sheamus is a little too buddy buddy, and, and I'm 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 concerned that you know Sheamus has. It out for him. And now that he's champion, I, I could kind of see that being a feud where Sheamus is like, he wants his, his championship opportunity from his best friend. So if you're going to see someone, you know, uh, interfere, it possibly could be Sheamus, it could be Orton, um, you know. But uh, I think Drew's been doing a great job. And I, I honestly don't see, like, coming off of, I've, I've been high on Roman. So I don't know how Roman after his promo he goes into that match and he loses. He's the he's running the show, you know. He's the tribal chief, like you know. He's the you know he's the head of the table. Kept just, him number two, right? Yeah, he number, number two. I, I thought that promo was like, listen, I don't know if you guys saw. I shared it. I woke up this morning because I usually watch SmackDown on Saturday mornings, and I watched it and I'm just like, this is what we've been wanting for the last five or six years in wrestling, and this is amazing. Like I'm to like like I'm literally marking out watching Roman do his promo. So to answer your question, I think it's Roman's match to win. I I don't see how, you know, he's, he's at the head of the table. How do you have the head of the table lose at a big pay-per-view like that?
2: Absolutely. Alex, Alex, what are your thoughts thoughts on the whole thing thing in regards to to who's who's winning that match and if you see a clean finish?
3: Uh, I really do not see a clean finish. I agree with you guys on that. I feel like there's going to be a lot of, a lot of hectic stuff going on in this match. But I feel Drew McIntyre, or I mostly, I mostly feel like Roman Reigns is the guy who's going to win this match because they're pushing him. WWE's relying on him a lot, and they're pushing him and making him look good. And I feel like this is going to lead down to a WrestleMania match one day soon, hopefully against The Rock, because I saw a tweet from The Rock saying that he would like to. Wrestle Roman Reigns And go out on his back So hey I, I, I think that would be A great move For a, a great direction to go
0: Yeah You know what to, to elaborate on that I think you know That's what everyone's wanting Because Clearly Roman's The head of the table But the true head of the table Is the Rock You know The true head of the uh, You know that, that that family And the bloodline It makes so much sense Yeah And yeah. I love that And you know I love that entire Samoan family Samoan dynasty All of them Rikishi Yokozuna The Samoans Um you know, I thought they could even make a stable with all of them. They should—they should have they made a stable with Nia Jax, mm-hmm. Tamina. You know, the Usos. Like, there's, there's so much history in that family. I think it's amazing. Um, and, but I think the only issue is, do you want to have a main event like that with no fans? No.
3: No, I, you I, don't. You don't want to yeah, do that without with with, with no yeah, fans. So
0: I think I think Vince is doing the best he can. To it's tough though because we we saw so many great storylines, but how much more can he hold out? I think this is his big moneymaker. If, if I'm Vince, but again, I'm, I'm only a fan. I'm not creative. I don't, you know, but the, the best booking for this is this is your main event as soon as you get fans back. Exactly. Uh, so if, if it's going to be WrestleMania, um, not 2021, but 2022, when we're guaranteed to have a full capacity crowd, Rock versus Roman is, is, that's it, you know, for the head of the table. That's how I would book it.
2: And and I'm glad, glad you brought, you brought that up really quick, quick. and, then and then I know I Alex has things you want to ask. ask. I, and I'm, and I'm glad, glad you went into that segue, Carl, because, because I wanted to, wanted to get
0: your take on this, and I know Alex's
2: take on this we've talked about, but Carl, and your opinion on it. When you, when you watch, watch AEW, and you see FTR versus the Young Bucks, right, that's the dream match, that's the match that everybody wanted to see, that's the match everybody was ready for. And AEW did everything in possible, if they possibly can, to hold out hope that the fans can come back. Unfortunately, Unfortunately you, you could only wait, only wait for, for so long before you don't know when the fans, fans come coming. Now, they have fans, fans coming to AEW, but it's obviously 10%, 20% Alex so to know this better than me. It's, it's the amount of capacity that they're, they're having. having.
1: When you, when you, you watch, watch something like that and you're seeing what these fans are, are missing out on, on. Do,
2: you do you think, think this really hurts the business or this can only grow it more because fans want more? When it comes back, we are going
0: to be more appreciative as fans of the product, no matter which company it is. Listen, at the end of the day, I'm not a big AEW guy. I'm loyal to WWE to the bone. Um, It's really hard for me to get me away. And there's a lot of stuff that WWE has done, like personal stuff that that would get me to stop watching. But ever since, I I like to say pro wrestling saved my life. You know, because it was my entertainment as a kid. I've been watching since I was six, and I'm 34. So that goes to show you my wrestling history. You know, Um, but I think I found it more appreciative because as I got older over the last few years, I've gotten the habit of going to a show every single year, whether it's at Barclays. Like I used to do the Barclays shows right after SummerSlam. They used to have the the, the Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. I would always go. Um, And I miss and and I'm a big sports guy. I love going to my sporting events and yelling my ass off to the point where my voice, I lose my voice. I can't do that. I haven't been able to do that in almost a year now. You know, so or, or even getting together with my friends and watching a pay-per-view, you know, you're kind of nervous about, you know, who you were hanging around if they if they're COVID free or not. Um, you know, the last thing I did was with, with my group of friends at wrestling, I had a Royal Rumble party. I invited the guys over. We watched Drew McIntyre win back in January. You know, so I think um, it, it makes us uh, more for me personally, it makes me more appreciative of it because I can't enjoy um, going to an event anymore like I would used to or, or you know, or hearing the crowd chants. You know, or you know, uh, seeing the signs, or, or or seeing the little kid, or sitting next to a kid who's first wrestling event, and he has his Cena T-shirt on. Um, my last live event, I went to a house show at MSG in 2019. I took my uh, um, my father-in-law. He, he's never been to a wrestling event, and he loves John Cena. And it, it was his first event, and we we went, and he loved it. You know, so I think I've, I've become more appreciative of seeing um, it live. Um, and we, and again, I think we've been robbed a little bit. It, it, it hurts because these guys are putting on great quality matches and great content and we and we're watching it from home and yes they know we're home but you feed off of the crowd man just just imagine mm. uh Rock and Hogan remember Rock and Hogan from WrestleMania 18 just imagine that yeah just I'm imagine cool. that with, no, with with no fans the first 5 minutes or 10 minutes of that match is just them staring, yeah, at, just them staring them. at the face like, yeah you know so i think out of everything like out of all pro, uh, sports or events Pro wrestling fans got robbed the most. Uh, really,
2: really, just, just, are, you, are, are you an NXT, NXT guy, guy though?
0: though? Not really, no. I'll be honest with you. Because there's so much wrestling content I can watch in a week. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah,
3: there's a lot to cover in like a week. I try
0: my best, like, I, I, I'll I, tell you this. I DVR it, but then by the time I, it, my DVR gets full of it, I, I don't even tune into it. Um, so I, I, do my, I do my Raw. I do my SmackDown. And I'll do AEW because it's a different brand, so I'll catch up on it. Like I haven't watched AEW this week. It's a very different brand than what we're used. Yeah, to. yeah, but,
3: it is. But,
0: but but I do catch up because my contributors, special shout out to the hit list pro wrestling contributors. Um, we have two guys. Um, we actually started doing this show called AEW Injection on Fridays. We release a review for AEW. They're very proactive in AEW, so for me to gain conversation and keep up with them, I tune in. Like I may have it on, and I'm being see what's going on with the storyline. So. Sure. Um, right now, I kind of like the uh, the MJF and Jericho, you know, him joining the inner circle kind of thing, and I'm I'm just waiting for the turn. I'm I'm waiting for who's going to turn first.
3: You're I, waiting I, I to see I who stabs stabs the one another in the back. I just,
0: it's, it's too good to be true. Like, yeah, gonna happen. like, I don't know if it's going to be Sammy or or one of his men are going to just give into it. Um, but to be like I said, Run SmackDown would honestly take up most of my time. All right, Alex, if you want to ask, I know you've got a few things you wanted
3: to ask him. So, Carl, uh, I wanted to ask you about the Undertaker. When when was the first time you saw Undertaker live? If you ever got to see him live.
0: Oh, I would say, man, if I had to think about, I think it was WrestleMania twenty six. Huh, does this make you feel old? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, yeah. Because I had to think about it. Because I've been to so many events. I, I had to think. I have to take it back. Was it WrestleMania twenty six? No, I think it was a Monday Night Raw in 2009 I took my brother to. I, to be honest with you, I can't even remember because I've been to events, but the most memorable one would probably be, I was at 26 uh, when he fought Sean, which was Sean's last match. Um, and then I had the privilege of seeing, I saw him at 26, 27, 28, and 29. Um, so yeah, if I had to pick my first time seeing him live, maybe it was a 2009. No, I'm lying again. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> <take it> <laughs> The I'm sorry, guys. You. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Royal Rumble 2008 at MSG. I saw. You don't even want to oh, know how I many. Dude, I, I was, was WCW guy as a kid. It, really, really, w- yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, do you have any
2: Do you have I, I went, to went, went to the Coliseum.
0: Coliseum? Oh, yeah, I, I went to. Uh, I've been to house shows, but I think if I had to remember the first time I saw Taker, probably was 2008 Rumble. If I had. To wow. Remember, or, yeah, that, or, that's. It, it, yeah, because remember him and Sean closed out. Um, I think Rumble 2007, and then they started Rumble 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was, for, I think Sean, he was number one, and Sean was two, and they started it out. So you travel um,
2: for these events, Carl. You, you travel, travel for, them. for them. Like you like went out out and you Yeah. Were-
0: um, uh, some of the events, you know, um, luckily enough, I, I was part of this other pro wrestling um, podcast called the Pro Wrestling Spotlight. I don't know if you guys have seen them on, on, on the web, but I was part of that show for a while, back in like 2009, 10. And a friend of mine, uh old friend of mine, he had a ticket to WrestleMania 26 for his birthday. He was going to go to Arizona. It was going to be his first WrestleMania trip. And he had an extra ticket because someone bailed. And he was just trying to get the ticket for somebody to go. He's like, bro, can you make it? I'm like, listen, I got to go to work. I can't do it. He's like, all you got to do is just play for the flight. Everything yeah. covered, just So I'm like, all right. I'm going to WrestleMania 26, and that's how I ended up WrestleMania 26.
3: It's it's crazy. Box. It's crazy to think about it from from that from that that year that you mentioned up until now, and now that he's going away for a little while, because I saw the my first time seeing the Undertaker was at WrestleMania 33 with my friend, and it's it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, and not not many people get to see the Undertaker live, and yeah. for me for me that was that was truly special.
0: Yeah, 26, I saw him. Then we did, then the same group of guys said, you know what, we're going to do 27. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're going to do 27 now. So we went to Georgia to do 27. Then they stopped doing it. And Don't I'm remember like, that,
2: that, one. that one. That one sucked. sucked. That one yeah, 29, 29, 29. 29, 29, 29, 29, 29 two. Yeah.
0: That one, that sucked. one yeah. sucked. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah but, but you know what? 28, uh-huh. I said, you know what, let me keep my WrestleMania train going for as long as I could. You know, I was like, you know what, let me just do, I want to do five and I'll be done. That's it. I'll be done. So I did 20. So I said, you know what, I'm going to go on my own. And I did 28. And then. Um, 29 was in my backyard. It was in New York. So I had to do 29 and I was supposed to go to 30 to finish out my, my five manias. And then, um, I'm a teacher. So they asked me to go on a Disney trip with my high school kids. And I'm like, I can't turn down the kids. I can't turn down a Disney trip. And I ended up not going to 30. And knowing what happened at thirty, that eats me today. Yeah, that eats
3: everybody ah, today. the one you missed. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny about? That? There's a funny story. There's
0: always a funny story, right? So I'm I'm literally uh, chaperoning because I because I was watching kids on Disney. So they put me at a post. Like we're at the hotel, and I'm watching the kids in the pool. And us teachers had to rotate. So this is when the network first came out that year. It was 2014, and I was like, luckily I was able to get it on my phone. So I'm sitting there at my post, making sure watching the kids, and I'm literally watching. Uh, Brock and, and Taker and then next thing you know Taker loses and I'm just like holy shit I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like just but if all the other teachers are looking at me they're like is everything okay did someone just die yeah somebody just died. Like, yeah somebody died my childhood just, tongue just died. died yeah and my <laughs> mouth is just like this the whole time and then other kids, like high school kids who were wrestling fans, they're like, Mr. C, did you hear Undertaker just lost? I'm like, Yeah, it probably was a mistake. And then yeah. come to find out <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. It's like it's like the
3: shocked guy, the shocked guy that you see.
0: Undertaker holds a special place in my heart, man, because he's the reason I started watching wrestling. You know, he, uh, he um, I was six years old flipping channels and then I saw a guy put somebody else in a body bag. And I was you just know, like, Oh yeah. I was like, was what was when is he that?
2: first did, yeah. yeah. Was it? It, it was, was uh, uh, the main event show. Yeah, the main event yeah, so uh, prime, so, prime, prime time, prime time. Yeah.
0: So, so a lot of times in his earlier matches, like his squash matches, he would just do the, the the tombstone, and then he'd put them in the body. Like Paul Bear would give him the body bag, and he'd put them in the body bag. And then, I, like I said, I was just flipping channels as a little kid, and I'm like, what is this? And I'm just like, this is really yeah, cool. Yeah. Like a guy's putting somebody in the body bag, and I've been hooked since. So for, for that, I have him and Sean as like my... Like, it's like 1A, 1B. Like, I really... Yeah, for
3: like your favorites. Favorite. So, yeah, yeah for, me, for me, my favorites are like The Undertaker, John Cena, The Rock, Stone Cold, uh, Mankind, all these legendary wrestlers from the 90s, people that... People I didn't get to see growing up. So, uh, the only way I could watch that was on the WWE Network and go back and watch the old specials and that's how I got into the Attitude Era. See, I yeah, uh, so,
2: gro- growing up, up I, was, I, was, I said I, said, I, I was, was a WCW, WCW guy growing up, up. I, was I was not a WWE guy. guy, so, so my, my guy, guy was Sting. To so mm. me, it was always Sting, Sting, Sting. If you really... so, Carl, so Carl, you, you said 25, 25 you for a short taker, Alex, Alex, you, you said, 33. said 33. I got, I got, a, good, I got, a, good got a good one, one for you when, you when I first started taking a lot, ready? WrestleMania
0: 20 at Madison Square Garden. Wow. Wow. That's great. When I was in seventh
2: grade, my dad gave me tickets for the holidays. In 7th grade, with went to MSG WrestleMania, WrestleMania 20. 20. We're not going to talk about, about it. It's Christmas on the
1: card, card, but it is, you know. Like... <laughs> it is. Uh,
2: but that, that was the first time I started sure taking a lot coming back, back with, with Paul Bear against Kane. Kane. And, and he, he was, was funny 20. Well, was you, 13. You, were,
0: you were 13, right? 13. I was 13. I was in 7th grade when I saw that.
2: John Cena was the opening match.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, against Big Show. I against mean, right. Big Show. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It
2: was insane. You, know, you, you had, had Christian versus Chris Jericho in the mid-card. You had the Rock, Rock and Top Connection versus Evolution. versus Evolution. I mean, you look back. But, but you, you know, and I, I was it. 29, 29 was
0: awful. I was, I was at, 29. at 29. That's why 29, 29 sucked.
3: sucked. Yeah, 29 was the worst. <laughs> yeah, was the
0: worst. <laughs> so, you've two, so you've done two minions, right? Three. Three. 20, three. 20
2: 29, and which one, one was one? the one that we had in New York so recently? Whatever was that?
0: Kofi, that's 35, I think. That's, that's 35. 35.
2: Uh, yeah. so I, was I was supposed to go to Tampa, go to Tampa this past, past year. That, 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 that kick the bucket. bucket. Then I yeah. was supposed to, to LA, LA next, next year. That, that kicked kicked bucket. bucket. So, so I, I said, said, you know, you know what? what? I, I said, guys. And then my, my friend, friend is trying is to get, get me, me to go back to Tampa. I to do in Tampa. Because if there's a vaccine, I said, Bro. And no, if no, I was going to Florida. Florida, I'm, I'm going to say it. Bro, I said, I'm, I'm not, not going, going near Florida to near Florida Did they get their shit together, them. man.
1: <laughs>
2: <I'm> not, <laughs> not, <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean? I'm not going. I don't I care what they do, do with Raymond James, James Stadium. Let me tell you something. I am very much what they Vince McMahon, Alex, you know this, and you know this about Vince. They will fill that place if they are allowed to. Vince will fill that place. Yeah, he will. If it's COVID or not, he'll do it. Because money, money to, to him, him is the most, most important, important thing. thing. He, he doesn't, doesn't care. People, people will go. People will walk. People walk they'll come and see <laughs> it. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like these pod things. things. I, don't I don't know, know what those, those are about. about but, but, you know, I mean, I that's, that's, something that's something we could talk yeah, about. I from. do want
3: to ask one more question before we finish up and go to the next segment. And, Mike, this is another question for Carl. What do you think about Shotzi Blackheart? Have you seen a lot of her in action? And, like, have you seen her compete a lot? cuz she's she's one of my favorites to watch on NXT. She's really good and I enjoy seeing her compete against Candice Array and I love the angle that they have her in and I think that's really gonna that's really gonna help her down the road and give her momentum towards a a championship run.
0: To be honest with you, I have not. I, I got to do a better job of uh, I know everyone gets on me. I got to watch NXT, I got to watch NXT. Um it's just like I said, it's just finding time to you know, with everything going on and working and hit list and, you know, I'm like, I get wrestled out after three hours of Raw on Mondays and I need a break until Friday. Yeah. So, um, if I if I need to, talk, maybe I just need to watch NXT, I can just never get into it. But that's one of the things I regret not being able to get into because when I see these you guys get called it, up. You gotta yeah. watch it. Yeah, yeah. When when I see these guys get called up, I'm like, man, I wish I had the opportunity to see them in the developmental. So that's on me. I really got to do a better job. Yeah, and
3: Shashi Blackheart. The uh, funny thing about her is one of the guys I I used to work with over at ACW. His name's Trevin Adams. He's the ambassador for WWN. They used to ru- he used to run Evolve and Evolve Evolve when that was around. And uh, I I saw an old clip that one of my friends posted on Facebook. Stephen Kai Douglas, who's a referee for them, and it was a clip of Shotzi Blackheart and some other wrestler. And it, it it was really good. I remember seeing this promo live, and it was really good. What they had what they had set up was Shotzi was in an argument with another women's wrestler, and then it broke down, and the locker room came back and tried to split it up. Split it up. And it was just one of those things that really caught my eye and really got my attention and got me glued on Shotzi Blackheart was that. The first promo that I saw her in was that promo there.
2: Uh Oh, before we let you, let you go, go, we got to do one, one, one little segment, segment with, with you, Alex. Alex. I, I think, think you, you know, know what so segment we, we have to do with him. him. You you got, got, got,
1: we, we got, got like, to let Carl do a, a finishing
2: move. So, so our finishing our move is at the end of the show, usually show. we pick a topic we haven't discussed, haven't talked about, so that you want to bring up really quick about what's going on in the wrestling world. So what is your
0: finishing move if you had to pick one that's going on in wrestling right now? Oh. To be honest with you, okay, this is one that people don't really talk about, but I guess it gets a, it's a bad rap. I feel like... Um, the race card in wrestling, especially in, in WWE, you know, I think it, it's it's getting a little bit redundant and it's it's clearly obvious. You know, why are the black tag teams fighting the black tag teams? You know, why are why 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 were the hurt business feuding with just minorities? You know, so like I feel like that's one of those things where it's like, you know, when the hurt business became became a thing. They were spending time feuding with Apollo Cruz and, and Cedric Alexander. Um, you know, they were feuding with um, you know Angel Garza and um, you know who's the other guy that was with them Andrade. Andrade. Yeah, it, I felt like the minorities are only feuding with the minorities. Why is that? You know, um, even our truth with uh, Akira Tazawa. You know, like why is that? Why is it only the minorities only feuding with the minorities? You know, it should be all in, uh, conclusive that everyone feuds with everyone. So I don't know if he's trying to you know make the black um wrestlers stand out more than other people but it's something that you should uh, that people should take a look at and it it, it shouldn't be that you know um black wrestlers only uh feud with black wrestlers it should be white wrestlers feud with black wrestlers it should be you know a mixture of 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 all so i think that that's something that uh, i've been paying close attention to over the last year and it's been an issue for me so uh um yeah that's my finishing move
1: Uh right, before, before that you go, go tell
2: everybody, everybody your, your social, social media, your, your show, show, how, how you define find you, and everything, and everything
0: like, like that. that. Oh, please make sure you check out the sports hit list by the fans and for the fans. Thank you for everyone for watching our show. Um, thank you guys for the big shout out. I, I heard you your intro today. It it means a lot, you know. Um truly appreciative and uh, to hear you guys uh, well, your, your show is phenomenal, also. man. Your, your show is
2: phenomenal. If you haven't so checked it out, it's, it's great stuff. And your your videos that you do and you build and you make is awesome stuff. I love when we get in the group chats, man. Thank you, thank
0: you. Um, So for those who don't know, you can check us out. Sundays, we have an NFL kickoff show that launches at 1215. Wednesday is our primary show at 4 o'clock live. Going into next year, we may be getting another um, something else that works along with the sports hit list. Uh, We have a special show coming this Thursday for Thanksgiving, uh, Football Tailored. That's coming, too. Um, And uh, just stay tuned for our content. Just log on, like, share, comment, subscribe. Just Google the sports hit list. We're on Instagram, SportsHL. We have a YouTube channel, SportsHitList. Uh, Facebook, the Sports Hit List. We also have a wrestling group, the Sports Hit List, there too. So uh, we're pretty much everywhere on digital platforms where people could check us out. So, uh, and you could, again, you could check us out on the Worldwide Sports. Special so shout-out to Errol Marks. He's done a great job in, in marketing and, and getting and recruiting us to his platform. So uh, thank you to him. And thank you to my team, all of my contributors, all the guys I work with back over at the Sports Hit List. Uh, I couldn't do it without them and, and their contributions. Uh, so thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Carl, all right, Carl. Thank, thank you so
2: much, much for, joining for joining us. us listen, and we, we, we got to hop on your show, show at some point. for you you kicking yeah, on for sports, sports man. man. You, if you, you ever, ever see L and I argue on sports? It's the,
0: the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Absolutely. Listen, if you guys ever need me to come back again, we talk some more stuff. I know our season's coming up because we got Rumble coming up soon. We got, you know, those are those are things. Yeah, we got
3: all the big pay-per-views coming up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, if you guys need a help in hand, I'm sure I'll have you guys on to come talk some stuff with us too. Absolutely. Thanks, Carl. Appreciate Thank you, Carl. A great great rest of a day, day, man. All right, man. Thank you so right. much. You guys stay good, care. man. Take, take care. care.
2: All right. That was uh, Carl Coolidge um, over on the sports hit list. You can check his show out, as he said. Usually, I believe it's on every Ooh. Wednesday. Good stuff, Alex. He, yeah. he was so informative with that. Yeah, weekend. he really was. He, I had no idea. So, I've talked to Carl um, on the side in the past but i had no idea he had been to that dude he puts my wrestlemania visits to shame
1: <laughs> he has been to
2: like five in a row where he didn't go to, he to take her what the hell but listen you got to check out Carl's show the hit list um it's I, so when i'm at work my day usually ends and i don't have meetings till like 4:30 so, I, when, on my breaks, I actually listened to his, sh- to their show, and I'm always amazed at what they do, what they talk about, how everything is done, and it's good stuff, but he's very informative. His team is great, um, so check out his show. Um, his videos are amazing. You see them in the group chat all the time, Alex. They're good stuff, and we gotta collaborate more with him and his show to, with the big pay-per-views, for sure. But that was good, the Google Teams worked. The echoing was okay. I yeah, get to, you get used to it after a while, you know? What I mean? Yeah, but um, all right. So I know we're over the time, but that's because we started late today. So let's do a quick rundown of New Japan uh, for the next, I guess, two or three minutes. What are you liking about where they're going with Wrestle Kingdom so far, Alex? Are you happy with it? Are you like, what is going on here? Like, what are your thoughts with Jay White now holding the briefcase
3: and everything like that? So I actually have the box score in front of me, and the current standings for the World Tag League, and Beautiful. everybody, uh, every tag team is at f- is at four right now. So Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr., four. Evil and Yujiro Takahashi, four. Tomoro Ishii and Toru Yanu, four. Great Okan and Jeff Cobb, four. Juice Robinson and David Finley are at four. Tama Tonga and Tangaloa Loa at four. Do
1: you like haircut?
3: I like his new style. I, I like, like what, he's, style. what he's applied there. I
1: like
3: it. It was good. Shingo Takagi and Sonata at four and, Her- and Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi at two. Hiroshi Tanahashi and Toa Hanare zero and Bad Luck Folly and Chase Owens zero. Shocker.
2: <laughs> what a shocker. They're in last. Not. Um, I like where they're going with this. Look, we're getting on... Our- Alex and I are definitely going to get more into do Japan because in a couple of weeks, Wrestle Kingdom is coming up. Um, oh, yeah, Wrestle
3: Kingdom is approaching very fast.
2: It's on a week night, both nights, but that's because they do it on the same day every year, but they do it every freaking year on the same day, and they decide, hey, let's do it on a Monday and Tuesday this year, so it is what it is. But, I'm
3: wondering uh, who's going to be in the World Tag League final. I feel like I'm it's, sure. I feel like it's going to come down to... Tai Chi and Zack Sabre Jr. against Tama Tonga and Tangaloa.
2: I would see that. I could see that, you know, because the thing is I know New Japan doesn't really believe in the whole heel, ver- heel versus heel, face versus heel kind of stuff. They don't really believe in that, so I could see them going down that route. Uh, but I like when New Japan's headed. Jay White will wrestle the second night. though giving Ibushi the first night championship opportunity. Big fan of that. Um, I could definitely see Evil going up against jay white at some point um you never know and of course kenta with his u.s championship opportunity which it seems like he defends it every single week he's defending that briefcase yeah he's like i mean it's like he won it you don't have to keep defending it but whatever all right alex
3: and then Let's... for the best of super junior tournament i feel like Hiromu takahashi is going to be the one to win that
1: i agree with
2: I think it's it is going to be Horomo to get the opportunity. I'm very excited for Okada Osprey. I think that's the match that's going to steal the whole weekend. Um, I mean, you put those two, it, it's going to be. Uh, I, I I think Meltzer is going to give it six stars like he's done in the past for certain matches, and you know, look, big stage, why not? All right, Alex, let's get to our finishing move, man. It is that time. Uh, first of all, give big shout out to Carl today for joining us. Loved it, um, Alex. A car a very good finishing move. I felt, that he hit on a lot of points. I thought it was yeah. Great. He really no. did. You have a tough, you have a tough follow, and then after you, I have
1: an even tougher follow.
3: So <laughs> go for it. So my finishing move is actually I bought the new PW Insider magazine, the P- Pro I Wrestling you were Illustrated. PS Five. Sorry, I thought you were gonna say PS. 5 No, I, really, <laughs> I, I bought you. the new Pro Wrestling Illustrated magazine with the top, the top women's 100. And the, the one of the interesting things I th- I found in this magazine is a uh, Io, Io Shirai at number nine, and that's a really really big accomplishment. Uh, I I w- it would have been good to see her at number four or five. She should be top five. Yeah, she should be top five. I don't know why she that, isn't.
2: That's so low. Nine.
3: Yeah, I don't know why she's at nine. I would rather. You know s- they had ahead of her. Uh, I know they had uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey ahead of her. No, there's no way.
1: no way.
2: That made me sick. All right.
3: Now I feel nauseous. But, yeah, this magazine is really cool because they have a lot of different articles in there. They got articles on upcoming wrestlers, like Top Flight and other things in there that are pretty interesting. And then they have an article on on uh, Bailey and how she's come so far in her in her journey, her wrestling journey. It's a uh, it's called the uh, the hot seat. It's usually a a page where they dedicate a whole page to the top women's wrestler and it's 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 a really good read, so I I highly recommend checking it out.
2: Awesome, awesome. Good stuff, Alex. Love it. Um so my finishing move is is the Undertaker really retiring tomorrow. Now I will say this the network is promoting the snot out of it because um, they have specials about him literally every day if you did not and i mentioned it earlier in the show if you did not check out the special paul bear um thing which i know alex you have the network so if you haven't checked out the paul bear uh, documentary you have to it's really good um it's called the mortician because that's what paul bear was he was a mortician um I, have to, I heard the Undertaker Kane sit-down interview was really good, too. So I have to check that out later. Um, but it's college football Saturday for me, so it's going to be kind of hard. Yeah. Um, maybe tonight, probably, if the game sucks, I'll probably turn it on. <laughs> um, which is a real possibility. Um, but it was really, um, you know, like I said, I hope this is not it for him. Because we as the fans deserve to chant his name one more time for him to come and wrestle one more time. I think we all deserve that. And it would be very unfortunate for him to not be able to go out the way he wanted to. But again, we don't know when all this is going to end. You're seeing the vaccines possibly being distributed really soon. So that's a good sign and a turning point in this country. So that's a nice thing. So, you know, like I said, we will see where all of this goes. But yeah. I mean, like I said, I think this was uh, an excellent show today. I want thank Carl, again, Koulash, for um, helping us out on the sports hit list. And, again, download our app, ladies and gentlemen. If you have an iPhone, go to the Apple Store, WWSRN. Android, go to the Google Play Store and type in Worldwide Sports. Check out our new website, worldwidesportsradio.com. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, we're on every single social media platform. Alex, how can the fans get in touch with us, and how can they uh, reach out
3: to us? So you can reach out to me and Josh. Uh, my Twitter is at show slows. Josh's Twitter is at Josh Silverberg, and make sure to follow the Worldwide Sports Radio Network on Twitter at WWSRN Radio, and also follow Off the Mat on Twitter at WWSRN. Off the Mat WWSRN. Again, that's at off the mat WWSRN and feel free to leave comments and send us messages on Twitter and Facebook. We, we really want to hear from you and hear your thoughts and opinions on our topics and discussions for each show that we do.
1: Exactly. Excellent,
2: excellent, excellent um, point there, Alex. So thank you to the fans, Alex. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Take care. Uh, the fans out there, listen, COVID's going up again. Alright, so just be careful. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Um, also, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy the holidays to all of our fans out there. Please be careful with the, with the family members and the visits and everything like that. Um, Alex, I know um, I won't see you before Thursday, so a happy Thanksgiving to you, my friend, and to your family. Thank you. Um, enjoy it. And we will talk to everybody next week. Take care. Have a great rest of your week. This is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network for Alex Lowe's. I'm Josh Silver. Take care. Stay safe. Have a great rest of your weekend.
1: Yep, that was good.
2: That was very good. Carl and